Welcome to Business Buzz with your host, Frank Hellring. Do you own a small business or does that small business own you? Are you seeking increased sales, more loyal customers, lower operation costs, and brand loyalty? If you're interested in elevating your brand and expanding your reach, then Business Buzz will put it all together for you with expert guests, resources that make sense, and your opportunity to be heard. Get ready to call in with your questions and comments at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Business Buzz is out to put the buzz back into your business. Here's your host, Frank Hellring. Hey, can you hear the buzz? Welcome. Wherever you may be, on the West Coast, the East Coast, or somewhere in between, you have found Business Buzz. I'm your host, Frank Helling, and we're coming to you live, prime time on the Voice America Business Network channel. And Business Buzz is brought to you by Moda Business Solutions. That's a company that has resources that make sense. You know, I'm a small business owner myself, and when I get that bill every single month, and I look at that hieroglyphic statement called merchant processing, sometimes I begin to think to myself, I'm in the middle of an alligator pit. So if that's the same situation in your neck of the woods, in your small business, you need to pick up the phone right now and call Moda, Moda Business Solutions at 858-251-4640. That's Moda Business Solutions at 858-251-4640. To contact Business Buzz, you can call us at toll-free 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. That's toll-free 877-3-N-O-W-B-U-Z. Or email us at info at businessbuzz.com. If you want to learn more about the show or learn more about me, you can reach us at businessbuzz.com. That's the show host page. Well, if you're a small business out there today, this show's all about you. So if you've got a small business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach, then you have tuned into the right show. Also, I know we've got a bunch of restaurant owners out there that are tuned in because I've got an incredible guest here that I'm about to introduce. But I'm going to basically take a little bit of time and talk about an event in my life. When I was about eight years old, my father, who worked for the United States government for 33 years in the U.S. Department of Agriculture, used to take us to a signature restaurant in Washington, D.C. called the Flagship. It's no longer there, but all your senators, congressmen, and presidents even used to go frequent that place because you could get a main lobster dinner, two pounds for about five bucks. And my dad used to get so upset at me because, you know, being an Eastern boy, hush puppies were my weakness. So I would sit there and eat hush puppies long before that lobster got to the table. And my dad would get so upset because I'd be so full and couldn't eat that five buck lobster. I'll tell you this. I remember the tank that lobster came from. I remember the color of the carpet. I remember the ambiance of the restaurant. I remember the major D. I remember looking out the windows and seeing the Potomac River flowing by. I remember the incredible rum buns and whatnot, which was the only dessert on the menu. What am I talking about? I'm talking about a mental imprint here. I'm talking about a memory. Let's fast forward to today. A biz, you know, you got a situation maybe like a bar mitzvah or a prom or a wedding. You really want to celebrate that in the midst of a Taco Bell or a Burger King or a Wendy's? The show today is all about the American restaurant crisis, and I've got an incredible guest, an incredible guest in the offing. Before I do that, though, I'm going to do a shout out of thanks to some incredible people on the Voice American team, Jeff, Ryan, Robert, James, and Gary. Thanks for all you've done. Also to my lovely wife, Rhoda, whose birthday is tomorrow. Honey, I'm not going to tell you what the, what the age is and whatnot, but you put up with me for 28 years. To my son, Jason, and his wife, Ashley, who are moving to their new house very soon. Shout out to you. To my son, Ryan, and his wife, Erica, and my three wonderful granddaughters, Ava, Charlotte, and Natalie. And also Jeff Spinard, CEO and founder of Voice America, who believed in me and got me to spread my wings. To Ignatius Lynn, my media coordinator, who created our show page website. What an incredible talent he is. And to VFly, many thanks to Katie and Michael out there in El Monte, who did our graphics, who created our branded B logos, which you will see very soon. Well, let's move on to my guest. I've got just an incredible man here today. And his name is Stephen A. Zalezi. Let me tell you something. This man is an icon in the Restaurant Management Association world. Since 1994, Stephen Celesi has served as president and CEO of the Food and Beverage Association of San Diego. The Trade Association of the Food and Beverage established in 1945, serving the county of San Diego. 
In addition, Mr. Zelensky is a past founding board member of the American Beverage Licensee, chairman of the ABL Government Affairs Committee, past board member of the secretary responsible of the Hospitality Institute. His family has a generational background dating all the way back to 1890, if you can believe that. They were instrumental in bringing up the tuna industry. And Mr. Zalesi has received honors and awards galore. Stephen Zalesi, welcome to the show. Frank, good morning. Good morning, good Stephen. It's you. so great, so wonderful to have you on the show. You know, Stephen, you and I talked about it yesterday and whatnot. You know, the State of the Union, that's something the President of the United States does. But right now, you know, I would really love it if you would basically, you know, tell us what the state is of the restaurant industry. I mean, it's, it's a lot of bad news out there in the media, but I'm sure you've got the real story. Well, I think we can sum it down to one word, Armageddon. Oh, wow. The, the state of the industry is really in flux. Um, there are untold numbers of uh, restaurants, eating and drinking establishments, not just restaurants, um, because this really has impacted everybody um, that are, are not going to be able to come back. Um, with the PPP uh, monies that were doled out, which are pretty much exhausted now, uh, we're going to see a, a number, unless the, the Congress comes through with an extension or the president, uh, we're going to see a whole lot more businesses uh, fold under the pressure of uh, not being able to be profitable and stay open. Um, it it uh, has just been... Uh, it has put our whole industry on a ventilator. You're talking about COVID and, and the impact uh, that it, it has on the body. Well, that ventilator is what we're, our industry is on right now. Um, and we're getting very close uh, to the point where there's just no return. Now, as bad as all of that is, and it's true, there are good news, too. I, there are places that are opening up. I'm, I'm here in San Diego, um, and uh, even though across the country most in-house dining has been uh, excluded, prevented to outside, um, we're benefiting by the fact that we have sun pretty much 325 days a year. But the vast majority of the country... That's not the case. Um, and so they're left with no alternative. You can't do it inside. You can't do it outside because it's raining. Um, and so um, uh, these draconian uh, measures that have been uh, put on businesses, and especially eating and drinking establishments, uh, if, if I can go to Home Depot, and other uh, retail businesses that have a congregate of a lot of people there, uh, why can't I dine inside a restaurant? These uh, draconian uh, measures are ravaging our mental and physical health as well as the success of our businesses. Um, you and now, Stephen, so let, me let me ask you a question. Let me ask you. We have... Um, are are just dwindling down to nothing. Okay, let me ask you a question, Stephen. You've been around since 1994. That's 25 years in that chair there in San Diego. You well, got also 35 years at, before that running restaurants. Well, oh my goodness! Wow. So you really you're a lifer. But the bottom line uh -huh. here is whatnot. You've got a very unique market uh, area down there in San Diego because you've got retirement, you've got uh, basically military, you've got uh, conventions, you've got travel. I mean, all converging on this restaurant community. With COVID-19 shutdown, how's that look in that neck of the woods of yours? Well, it, it's, it's not looking well. And um, without that um, extension on the PPP money, uh, I'm talking to many business operators who, because of the way that they're configured, they don't have the opportunity to do something outside. And even if they do, the outside area is so small uh, that uh, it's, it's not um, going to be able to sustain uh, their business. Um, and so, uh, you know, the other part of this, too, is employees. Trying to find people to work uh, has been extremely hard. I was talking to an operator yesterday, and he said, I find people, they show up for a couple days, and he's doing to-go, and he's doing some catering, 
and then they don't show up anymore. And then I've got to go out and I've got to try to find somebody new. Um, that extra $600 that the uh, government was passing out, in addition to unemployment benefits, has now stopped. Um, that might be extended. Um, it, it should not have been as much as it was. It really turns out to be a deterrent to um, keep people wanting to go and work as opposed to stay home and be on unemployment. Um, and that's really what unemployment is for. It's a bridge. It's not uh, uh, this, the end-all to meet-all. Um, you know, Stephen, so, I've, I've got a background in restaurant. Actually, I was a McDonald's grillman, right, in my uh, high school years, and I ended up being a, a short-order cook for Sambo's, and then in college I cooked for Denny's, and uh, basically, I was a restaurant manager in Las Vegas for two years and a Burger King. Let me tell you something. Downtime is a big issue in the restaurant community. Agreed? Yeah, it's lost. Yes. You bet. So for all these, with all these 12, yeah, with this 12-page directive to Governor Newsom, uh, and I'm sh not shouting out to Governor Newsom, even though I got a name for him called Nosy Newsom, but that's another show. The bottom line here, though, is, is that downtime is very costly to restaurants, is it not? I mean, between the 12-page directory of the reopening and now the governor's turned around and slammed the restaurants again and said you don't have dining anymore. How is this affecting your community there in San Diego? Um, tremendously. Uh, you, you can't, if you don't get the money in, you, you, the, the expenses of day-to-day -day operation, rent, insurance, uh, utilities, those don't stop. Um, and uh, the PPV money uh, that the government gave out uh, had so many strings attached to it, 60% uh, at least had to be uh, for employees. But if you're closed, you don't have any employees. So how are you going to meet that? So are you then, it's then going to turn into a loan that you're going to have to pay back, or you're going to have to give the money back in the, and never, because you never could use it the right way. And then the Internal Revenue has come around and said, oh, well, you know, if you use it and it turns out to be a grant, now you've got to pay taxes on it. It's you know, Stephen, right now we probably have hundreds of restaurant owners listening into the show and whatnot because you did a great pre-marketing for us uh, in advance, sending out our e-card on the show to all your uh, clientele. Let me ask you a question. If you could send them a word of encouragement right now, what would it be? Well, you've got to be thinking outside the box. You've got to be trying to reinterpret, and this is what we're seeing with a number of the new operations that are opening in old locations or in new locations where they've gone in and completely reworked how that business operates and making it um, more of a to-go operation, more of an outside dining area. Uh, we're seeing that uh, menus have changed dramatically and become less expensive. Um, uh, one operator here in San Diego, uh, Anime, uh, is one of their restaurants, and they've completely restructured the restaurant, and they're opening it up this week. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. You know, Stephen, before we go to break here and whatnot, I know you and I have had a very robust conversation about Governor Newsom and all these incredible uh, directives and uh, protocols and changes that are happening in the restaurant community. Let me ask you a question. If you had the opportunity right now to tell him anything, what would it be? Um, have your aunt, uh, Nancy Pelosi, keep her nose out of California's business and really stay... <laughs> with the science, not with the political science. The real science doesn't say that businesses can't have inside dining. Um, th this is all contrived. They're making these things up. You can just, you listen to them, and you can, you just hear it in their voice about how they're trying to say what they think they need to say politically. Um, the real science is just not there. The, these messages have changed so much from day to day. How can anybody trust what they're telling us? It, that no, that's, an amazing, that's, a, that's an amazing insight there, Stephen. You know, I'll tell you what, we started out at the first part of the show. You said, can we send this to the White House? I'll tell you what, with a comment like that, I think we may be motivated to do exactly that. 
Listen, I'm on the air right now with Stephen Zalesi. What an incredible man. What an incredible icon. What an incredible source of uh, uh, resource of information and whatnot to the restaurant community. I'm sure, Stephen, out there, there's a heck of a lot of restaurant owners got a big smile on their face because they know that you've got their back. Right now, we're going to take a quick break here. You listen to the Business Buzz with Frank Herring Live. I'm on with Stephen Zalesi, who is an absolute mentor and a guide and a sounding board for the restaurant industry. We're being brought to you by Moda Business Solutions, who can cut your hard dollar cost of your business, and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We're always looking for guests, resources, and business promotion. Would you like to be a guest on the show? Do you have a resource that can help small businesses increase sales, lower costs, and amplify brand loyalty? Do you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach? If any of these sound like a fit for you, you need to partner with us. Call us at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. That's 877-366-9289. And discover how Business Buzz and Business Watch can take your message and company further. Again, give us a call at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. 877-366-9289. Moda Business Solutions is your one-stop shop with a focus on time and cost savings. We let you, the business owner, focus on running your businesses instead of searching for quality products and services. Cash is king, and we strive to put more cash into your pocket. Moda Business Solutions provides top-of-the-line products and services, connecting you with trending companies. Are you ready to grow your business? Call Moda Business Solutions at 858-251-4640 or visit us online at modabusinesssolutions.com. Business Watch is your outreach to feel the pulse and increase the buzz in your business community. Invite Frank to be a speaker at your next event. We can create a live promotional video with you at your next event to brand your brand. Visit businessbuzz.com. Having Frank come speak at your event can motivate your team and your customers, which means he can also motivate the growth of your business. It's time to take it to the next level. Visit businessbuzz.com and watch things grow. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Hey, you've got Frank Hellring with Business Buzz. Welcome back to the show. I've got my next guest up, and boy, I'll tell you, this guy is absolutely amazing. He owns a company called Pure Biotics out of Orlando, Florida, and I'm just reading right off the top of his website right now. For cleaning and healthcare, the Crisol solution is nature itself. Crisol stabilized probiotics work down to the microscopic level, creating a long-lasting protection for a healthy safer and cleaner environment discover a major breakthrough like nothing else you've ever used and then taking a look at the market sectors that this product covers consumer allergies hospitals pet care farm sciences food and hospitality boy we sure buzz that one up the first half and industrial and safety mr Lena morris welcome to business buzz we're real excited about what you're going to share with us oh it's a pleasure you know i was just thinking and when stephen was talking that this, the uh, restaurant industry also serves as usually a first step for almost all the kids in this country. Where do you get a job when you start out? I was, uh, I was uh, working at Cooper's Hungarian Restaurant when I was 13. So, yeah, it's a starting point for all, and it's a tragedy what's happening. It absolutely is. You know, Lino, you bought to be the best-kept secret in town. You know, sometimes I try to explain what you've got back there in Orlando to other people and they just kind of shake their head like this. Wow. You know, how come we haven't heard about that? You know, the restaurant industry is experiencing absolute tragedy right now, as you heard from Stephen on the front end. And a lot of this is the fact that consumer confidence is at an all time low as far as returning to these facilities with the possibility of maybe catching this disease called COVID-19. Can you address that? 
Yeah, we, we've provided a great deal of safety for the restaurant and, and, and hotel industry where what we had done is developed a pure biotic, a probiotic approach that also handles external. So what we do is try to provide total control to the microscopic world around you. And so uh, there's, there's claims that the, all the studies done by universities and hospitals can make that we still sometimes can't make directly. But the studies show that we have reduced infection somewhere like two-thirds in the hospitals that have used our products. It's been used on tens of millions of animals on farms. And for a restaurant, one of the things is that we have a product that is safe enough to drink. You can breathe it in. And when you spray it in the air, it tends to greatly reduce the risk of infection. It eliminates odors because we're controlling the microscopic particles that create odors and actually deconstructing them to the point that they turn to carbon dioxide. So to have that rare situation where instead of having things like antibiotics and disinfectants that are chemicals, where it have a pure product that's also considered a food product and certified to use in restaurants that also then can be sprayed to provide the kind of control that makes your place safer. And it's something that appeals to clients. So the people that use the product don't tend to like it. They tend to love it. Wait a minute, time out. Uh, I, I heard the word, you can drink it? It's the, the, the product is really, you've always thought of probiotics as something that you take inside and drink it. But they also, we've been able to take the same type of situation and make it work on the outside, externally. Whether it's your skin, whether it's a farm, whether it's a barn, whether it's a pet, and the restaurants, office buildings, and homes. What we do is, what's really the world that you're living in? You're living in two worlds, the one that you see and the, the invisible world all around you and on you and in you. And what we do is we provide the kind of safety and protection that are beneficial bacteria that also work on the outside. You know, Lino, you remember when the HIV first hit and whatnot, and you went to the dentist, right? It looked like he had a NASA spacesuit on, you know. I was in an El Pollo Loco the other day and whatnot, and there was a couple employees running around, and it looked like they were almost in a NASA spacesuit with a chemical wiping tables, doing this, doing that, okay? That creates downtime in a restaurant, which we uh, basically addressed in the first half of the show with Stephen. How does this product of yours and whatnot address that, and more importantly, as far as the safety from these employees? Because, uh, quite frankly, they could catch that COVID-19, right? Well, the, the safety of employees is critical, but it also in the customer confidence. Uh, the product has worked very well where we just take it. And the nice thing about it is we fog it. In fact, we started fogging into the air conditioning system, which vastly reduced labor. When we were doing uh, things like LA Fitness and some of those places, we found that instead of sitting there, because all the hospital studies and the, and the university studies were that we simply took away their cleaning chemicals and handed them a, a spray bottle of our product, and they sprayed and wiped with it. And then for the gymnasiums, we realized there was smell all over, so we started fogging through the air conditioning system. And all of a sudden, we're reaching the entire system and also cleaning out the air conditioner and the, and the dust and mildew and all that duct work. So it's a very simple thing to use. And one of the things I noticed that the years that the Kentucky Fried Chicken used our product, that we would walk in and a lot of times we'd go there late at night when the staff was cleaning because those floors at the end of the day you could ice skate on from all the grease. Mm. And I would have people that say, thank you so much, because even the degreasers that they use tend to make bloody hands. We have something that's totally chemical-free as far as the basics, and even our, our stronger cleaners are basically a probiotic base with surfactants and things like that to, to, to bind into, the soap, uh, to bind the, into uh, fat and grease and things like that. You know, you got a company out there called Clorox, right? And on the side of that bottle, it says they killed 99.9% of all germs and you know, whatever that the restaurants are using to swipe in these tables. How does your product basically stack up against these products that call themselves disinfectants? Well, we, we have been shown, in fact, uh, a lot of the studies, the independence, in fact, almost 90% of all our studies are totally independent. There are hospitals or universities that became interested in the product. We didn't pay them or get involved with them. All we were allowed to do was to provide the product and tag along and once in a while make a suggestion. Like for one of the major hospitals in Miami that did a wonderful study, we simply asked them to clean in the morning and test in the afternoon. Don't test right after you clean because you get a false reading. Um, I'm just trying to think of an example that one time when we presented to one of the Shriners Children's Hospital and they had invited 17 infectious control people to the meeting. And I thought 
to cut through everything, I stood up and I said, ladies and gentlemen, let me make a statement. Disinfectants cause infections. And they looked at me like I was crazy. And only because there were so many people talking, it took about 20 minutes before everybody understood and they agreed. Here's a very simple concept. You don't have to be a biological major for this. And that is that when you go in and let's say something really does almost all the disinfectants say 99.9%. And some of them are fairly true, but sometimes it means that you have to leave the stuff on there for a long time. You spray alcohol on something, it's great, but our product lives in alcohol. So if you say, if you soak something in alcohol for a number, three minutes, 12 minutes, it becomes a lot more viable. But just spraying it on and wiping off the table, maybe you only get 60%, not 99.9. But let's just say that you actually kill 100%, 99.9, 100, no problem. So I ask a simple question, Frank. What do you have that's left over? Because here's the one thing nobody thinks about. When you go down to the microscopic surface, you can see a beautiful baby skin or a beautiful girl or a piece of glass. It looks smooth as silk. But as you get closer and closer with the microscope, it begins to look like the surface of the moon. There's all kinds of crevices and pits and so forth. And it's covered with biofilm, which is housing for bacteria. So you can't physically remove all those dead bodies that you killed. So what happens when it comes in, something that the people in the restaurant business understand well. I call it a buffet because here you have every square centimeter, every inch of every surface is full of bacteria. And if you kill them all and you can't physically remove them because you can rub like mad with a cloth, microfiber, whatever it is, maybe you get a few on the surface, but you don't remove 80, 90% of them. So now you have this huge base of dead bodies that are protein. They're exactly the food that other bacteria like to eat. And here's the key to everything, no competition. What people don't realize is that, by the way, there's only two, 3% of the bacteria that are d directly harmful to humans and three, four, 5% that are directly beneficial. The rest take up space. That sounds like a little bit of a weird thing to think about that way, but they take up space. If they're not there, something else will be. So the minute you've killed everything, and bacteria, and by the way, as far as where bacteria are, if you take a slide, peel off the cover, wave it in the air for a minute, close it up and put it in an incubator, the next morning you're going to be horrified to find that it's packed with staphylococcus and all kinds of growth. So when you have that land on the surface and the, and the little bug says, oh, my God, look at all this buffet, free food, it's a free lunch, but no competition. So even under those circumstances, if you go over the Serengeti, I'm sorry, plane with a machine gun from a helicopter and shoot all the animals, then if a fox comes in, that becomes king because there's no lions or tigers to chase them away. And you have a huge growth of problems. And staff always seems to be the number one problem. Staff, E. coli for bathrooms and so forth. But anyway, our product is one that keeps working for days at a time. And we also eat away the biofilm that protects bacteria and viruses and contamination and other things and dirt. As you can see from the, by the way, you know what the biofilm looks like, if you're not familiar with, with the term, from two things, the plaque on your teeth and the, 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 the grout between the tiles. Because the tiles are smooth and beautiful, and they're full of bacteria also, but they have little pits where they're in, so you're looking at the shiny points on top. But grout is so porous that the biofilm becomes like biomass and turns dark because it traps the dirt and all kinds of other things. When you start using our product, all of a sudden you start finding that the grout becomes white again. And That's amazing. Case, you know, you, know, you, know, you have these uh, governmental agencies out there today, the FDA, the EPA, right? And you got this situation where there's almost like a, a scare factor out there to uh, restaurant owners and the fact that they're using the right product. What in effectuality, you know, when the health board comes out and whatnot and they have to get their health rating and whatnot, you cannot dictate to a restaurant what product they're using. They just have to pass muster, right? And my understanding is you have indeed taken this product into restaurant scenarios and whatnot and done demonstrations. Could you kind of walk us through that a little bit for the benefit of our listeners? Because we got a heck of a lot of restaurant owners that are listening in right now. Yes, of course. I mean, we started out with uh, was the, uh, a whole bunch of restaurants, different restaurants. But really, uh, where we primarily used it was uh, in some of the, uh, um, actually, the, Kansas, the KFCs, because they had a series of problems. 
And subways, um, we have some pictures and some of the reference letters from subways. And if nothing else, they use this in all areas other than the cutting board, although they use it between on the cutting board, which became white again. But uh, in fact, we had one subways that was at the end of a, uh, a shopping center where that was where the low point of the sewage and they had things bubbling up uh, probably once or twice a month. And with us, it was cleaned out and smelling free in a very short period of time. But the KFC was a perfect example for years that they're using it to not only cut through the grease, but they use it to, uh, to, to clean all the restaurant and get rid of the odors and protect the, the staff because we don't have harsh chemicals to, in our cleaning mechanisms. That's amazing, Lino. Didn't you also tell me and whatnot that really this product is also compatible with the existing type of chemical formulas that the restaurant owners are using uh, currently? Because you indicated to me, even though even though they were wiping the tables and whatnot, it's creating that smorgasbord that you just talked about and whatnot. How does your probiotic product and whatnot assist them on that? Actually, it's a wonderful solution because all of us know that training staff is a very difficult thing. And you find that they use the same rag over and over. It's not like, and you don't want them to go through all the paperwork, all the, all the paper towels in the world. So the nice thing about it is that what we found was whether in hospitals or manufacturing facilities or restaurants, when people use some harsh chemical, when it dried, then then goes in fog with our product. And so the harsh chemical may kill everything, but we stop it from coming back. And then we provide additional benefits because we take away the housing that the bacteria form. It's called biofilm. And we also take away odors. By accident, the way the product works makes it also one of the world's greatest deodorizers. And uh, you, don't need to, you don't need to have a scented product to cover up the odors. We just take away the equipment because... Whoa, I think we lost it. There you are. Oh, sorry. Okay, gotcha. No problem. Lena, let me ask you a question. There's a buzzword out there, whatnot, in your industry called ATP test, right? Okay. And this ATP test and whatnot, you know, it's funny when I talked to the board of health before I did this show and whatnot, they didn't even know how to spell that word. I couldn't figure out why they didn't know how to spell that word, but they don't even have the unit that goes out and tests the restaurant on this bacteria count that you've been alluding to. Right. Let me ask you a question. How is that as far as your product is concerned? Because it's pretty dramatic, isn't it? As far as this ATP testing and what it shows. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we use it for quite, in fact, we use it quite a while for quite a while now. It's adenine triphosphate testing, which sounds a complicated word. ATP is the name. And uh, you can take a swab and just run it on a surface, put it in a machine, and push a button, and literally in 15 seconds you get a reading. Um, the reading could be 200, 300. Uh, normally, and usually when you use our product, it drops back down to a low figure. But most important, what we've done with ATP testing is we use a regular product they use and, the, and our product side by side. And let's say you test it before and it's a reading of 300. And then afterwards, we're maybe down to 20. By the way, anything under a reading of 30, you can use for food. In a hospital, anything under 50 is acceptable. But for food surfaces, you want to be under 30. So let's say we drop it down to 27 and the other competition, whatever they are, is 29. But then about an hour later, we're down to maybe 21 to 19. And the others is back up to 40, 50, or 60. Our Wait a minute, time out. Are you telling me that the side that they're using the chemical with is rising back up in count and your product is continuing to go lower? Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. That's what usually blows people away. You know, a lot of times we'll do it in a boardroom of a hospital when we're doing an example. That's amazing. You know, I want to get this in. I have a restaurant uh, buddy out there, Robert, Fitness Grill out there in Yorba Linda, who is in my business complex. He was just approached by somebody who wanted to sell him a thousands of dollars HVAC protection filter and whatnot for his restaurant because, you know, COVID-19 now going through the ducks in the restaurants and whatnot is a big worrisome thing. You and I had a conversation about how your product and whatnot can deal with this HVAC issue and not for thousands of dollars. Well, no, we actually fog into, into the HVAC systems we have a machine that does it automatically or people just go stand and pull out the filter and fog for 30, 60, 90 seconds uh, once a day or once a week. Uh, put it this way, in a, in, a, in a normal home, if you're fogging at least once a week or so, that's great. If you have asthma or anything like that, then you want to be fogging about three times a week, just 20 or 30 seconds, and they also spray their beds. But in an in a, in a air conditioning system for a restaurant or other factors, the filters are fraught with problems. You never know which ones really work 
And to do something down to the size of a virus is so incredibly tiny that I find, I'm afraid, that most of them aren't really as reputable as they should be. Boy, that's amazing, Lino. You know, you're the best part I want this, and I want to get this in and whatnot. Moda Business Solutions is now going to be a channel of distribution, right, right, for your product? Yes, yes. They're nice people. Absolutely, absolutely. We really love that. Well, we're going to move to a break right now, Lino, and whatnot. Really thank you for all that copy. It's absolutely amazing. I'm sure there's a lot of restaurant owners out there who got all kinds of questions over the top of their head. And then we're going to answer that in the live section of Business Buzz coming up. You're listening to Business Buzz with Frank Hellering on Voice America Business Network, brought to you by Moda Business Solutions, where you can get all the information about pure biotics that Lino so eloquently just disclosed on Business Buzz. We'll be right back. favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. We're always looking for guests, resources, and business promotion. Would you like to be a guest on the show? Do you have a resource that can help small businesses increase sales, lower costs, and amplify brand loyalty? Do you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach? If any of these sound like a fit for you, you need to partner with us. Call us at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. That's 877-366-9289. And discover how Business Buzz and Business Watch can take your message and company further. Again, give us a call at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. 877-366-9289. Moda Business Solutions is your one-stop shop with a focus on time and cost savings. We let you, the business owner, focus on running your businesses instead of searching for quality products and services. Cash is king, and we strive to put more cash into your pocket. Moda Business Solutions provides top-of-the-line products and services, connecting you with trending companies. Are you ready to grow your business? Call Moda Business Solutions at 858 251 or visit us online at modeofbusinesssolutions.com. Business Watch is your outreach to feel the pulse and increase the buzz in your business community. Invite Frank to be a speaker at your next event. We can create a live promotional video with you at your next event to brand your brand. Visit businessbuzz.com. Having Frank come speak at your event can motivate your team and your customers, which means he can also motivate the growth of your business. It's time to take it to the next level. Visit businessbuzz.com and watch things grow. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. PPP, COVID-19, SBA, is there a way? It's time for Business Watch, where your voice matters. Call into the show at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or drop us an email at info at businessbuzz.com. That's info at B-I-Z-Z-N-E-S-S buzz.com. We know you've got something to say. Now, here's Frank Hellring. Business Watch, where your voice matters. Welcome back. This is Business Watch with your host, Frank Hellring. This is the live call-in show uh, portion of Business Buzz. And right now, we still got the two guests with us, Stephen Celesi, who is the CEO and president of the Food and Beverage Association of San Diego. And I got Lino Morris, who is the CEO of Pure Biotics, an amazing product that we just learned about. Uh, Lino and Steve, you know, one of the things that I do in my life, I've got three cardinal rules of basically conducting business. I've got meet, collaborate, and grow. First of all, if I meet somebody, I've got to like them. Does that make sense? You've got to like somebody to do business with them, right? And then you've got intellectual property, and the person that you're you know, basically talking to has got intellectual property. You've got to find the fits, right, where it makes sense and whatnot. 
And then the third thing is you got to agree to grow. You got to come up with a modus operandi, some kind of a mechanism, some kind of a methodology so you both are becoming profitable. Let me ask you a question. Even though you didn't mix it up on the first half of the show, you had a chance to listen to each other. Where do you see those fits happening right now, Lino and Steve? Steve? Well, I, the, uh, this is Steve. Um, the, all of the products that we use have to be um, uh, approved, and uh, the residual, there are a lot of people out there who are in any kind of uh, adverse situation trying to take advantage of people. And they're putting products out there that um, they say do A, B, C, and they don't do anything. And especially something that works uh, like Lino's product on a microbial uh, level, you can see these. They're microscopic. Um, so uh, to be able to have the research behind his product uh, and come up uh, with uh, unequivocal uh, uh, answers to those questions uh, is just uh, horrific. It's just fantastic. Uh, for us to be able to use uh, that kind of a product and then get that information back out to our customer base. You can come here. It is safe. We're not creating an environment you're going to be uh, at odds in. Um, it, it, it is the kind of security that we always have uh, built into our job models. You come here, you're going to have a great experience. You're not going to get sick. Um, and it's never been more important than it is today. You bet. Lino, have you got some answers to that as far as his concerns, you know, uh, you know, with FDA, border health, all that kind of good stuff? Absolutely. That's one of the advantages that we've always provided is that we provide not only a good story, but we've had a dozen years in, in the industry of proving it out, and we're probably one of the best-tested products in the world, even compared to the Clorox and so forth, and primarily because it was such a new breakthrough that when we would mention it, uh, we would literally get at meetings, uh, one of the guys say, oh, that's baloney. And they say, oh, yeah, I'm going to test you. And we say, great. <laughs> and literally, I can name a number of hospitals and universities that actually started using our product and testing and providing us with copies of the test. We have thousands of pages simply because it was such an interesting thing. They didn't think it would work, so they started playing with it and wound up doing major studies with it. So, yes, we provide that, that feeling of comfort to people. Uh, of course, we meet all the FDA and EPA uh, basic, basics, but we also had it certified by NSF because that's a major force for the food industry. Wow. You know, we got a live call and then coming in from all the way from Montana. Peggy and Bill, are you out there? Yes, yes we are. Hi, Peggy and Bill. How are you? Would you mind introducing yourself and uh, why you uh, called into Business Buzz today and Business Watch? Uh, we're both a uh, husband and wife team that in uh, a family operation in Montana. We raise seed potatoes, uh, wheat, hay, and cattle. Wow. So you are farmers. Yes, that's, that's what we do. Yeah, didn't I just catch you recently on a Business Insider uh, YouTube video and whatnot that I thought went viral where I saw you actually dumping millions of pounds of potatoes in a big hole in Montana? Yes, that's correct. We, uh, we, we sell our seed potatoes mostly to Washington and Oregon, and the farmers there plant them, and then they go into the potato supply chain of the processing sector, French fries and all other types of uh, processed potato products, and when uh, COVID hit and the restaurants and schools and everything came to an abrupt halt, all of a sudden, the processors that contract the acres with the farmers out there didn't or didn't think they were going to need as many potatoes this next coming year, so they cut their contracts back, and in turn, those farmers called us and cut back their seed orders, so we were left with... Uh, 700 ton of seed potatoes we couldn't move. So your french fries, hash browns, the gratin potatoes, and anything else a restaurant wants to take and make out of that product of yours. But we're also talking about what? Lettuce, tomatoes? No. I mean, just about anything goes yeah, on a no. plate, right? Yeah, well, no, Frank. We don't process the potatoes. We sell them to farmers that grow them, 
and then they sell them to the processors. Uh. Well, let me ask you a question. How much has this really affected your business, Peggy and Bill? I mean, how much has it really hit, hit you during this COVID-19 run? Well, it's, it's hit us really hard because we're really small, you know, and um, it, it just like, you know, and, and, and then plus we had to pay to bury or uh, rent an excavator to bury the spuds. But it was just heart sickening for us and, you know, the hardship financial, but, but not being able to get the spuds out to people because we're seed potato growers. And so um, our storages are not refrigerated. And so when it starts warming up, there's not the cool air coming into our cellars. So we only have like a window to try to get those potatoes out. And, and it was just happening, I mean, all through Montana, Washington, Oregon, Mont- you know, Idaho, all over that people were having to dump potatoes just for that fact because the exports to schools and restaurants and everything were closed and there was no demand. Wow. You know, Stephen, you out there, right? Yeah, Frank, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. I think when people hear this, they they are puzzled. I mean, you know, there's still the same number of people in the United States, aren't they? Still eating about the same amount of food. But what they don't realize is that there is a very sophisticated distribution system uh, built up, and and everybody uh, they're part of the whole chain uh, that links it back to the public, and when you uh, eliminate a huge segment of that distribution sec, uh, system, uh, then um, you, there's no way to get it through the rest of the process back to the people. Their warehouses are a certain size, and they can only handle so much product. And that's the same with the markets, uh, the grocery stores. Uh, they can only process through so much product. So the farmers out there are telling them, you know, we're just, we're paring back and it's real. Now, the other part of this might be that the people say, well, why can't you just donate it? Well, they're constricted uh, by handling uh, for food donations, by handling as much as they have storage for. And typically, they have very little storage because they're operating on a daily kind of basis to whatever uh, might be available and get its way uh, to them. Um, and, and really, the cheapest, the best thing is to do exactly what they did, is turn it under. Because if they tried to, to put it in storage, even if they had the storage, um, <clears throat> it, it would probably take away all or more of any profit uh, that they could realize uh, by selling it, ultimately, at a later time. It, it's, uh, it, it's a huge uh, problem. You know, Peggy and Bill, uh, you had a pretty good-sized media outfit to pick up on your story, Business Insider and whatnot. Uh, uh, that video was really, really impacting. Uh, caused me to pick up the phone and call you. Let me ask you a question. Since that video hit, uh, what kind of response have you had and whatnot? Do you have anybody coming forth with an advocacy uh, position and whatnot of t- taking your story farther than just that video? Well, we've had uh, calls, it's hard to believe, from all over the world of people that were thinking they could help us with the problem or would like to at least um, tell us that in the future, if it ever happened from um, your food bank type operations to uh, these Feed America programs. But at the time, we had none of those connections and they, they didn't know what was happening out in this country either. But we've had calls from uh, Saudi Arabia, South Korea, the I mean, it's just hard to believe all over Europe have called. People have gotten our number and just called to say that they were thinking of us or had had thoughts of somehow they could help us. But most of them just don't realize that when that video was shot, we were already burying those. I mean, they, they were gone within a day or two after that video was shot. Wow. You know, uh, the three watchwords on Business Buzz are meet, collaborate, and grow. I really see an opportunity for collaboration here. What do you think, Stephen? With your uh, background and whatnot experience and your reach in the National Restaurant Association, do you think it might be a good idea to hook up with uh, Peggy and Bill here and whatnot and see if you can't craft a strategy in here and whatnot to have a little bit more of an advocacy of their story without your, uh, within your realm of uh, influence? 
Well, that's a little, uh, we're we're focused on the retail businesses and not really on the distribution uh, part of the <clears throat> of the system. Um, but certainly, more communication um, never hurts, and uh, there are going to be those opportunities that are out there unrealized that are there. Um, and then, like they got the phone calls from different uh, places in the world, places in the country. Uh, well, maybe we could have used more, um, a, a better, a higher level of communication on an ongoing basis is absolutely imperative. That's a good idea. Lino, I don't want to leave you out there, my friend. Okay, we're not just talking about potatoes here. You know, you got lettuce, tomatoes, onions, uh, uh, fruits, and different things like that. I know Pure Biotics has some application on fruits and whatnot. Do you want to kind of hit that before we end the show here? Yeah, we've been very fortunate that we've been able to actually extend shelf life. Um, even when shipping things like pineapple, tomatoes, um, and, and if it's on the shelf or even in a grocery store, in the places where they allow that, the, where they, they, they do a fine mist over the fruits and vegetables. And in those cases, adding our product has greatly re- reduced the problems that they've had. But it, it breaks my heart about, the, about Bill and Peggy. This is a, uh, it's a difficult thing because it shows you the whole chain going back. So we're great for extending shelf life, but you have to have the, 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 the product to put on those shelves to begin with. Great. Peggy and Bill, really thank you for calling into the show. Thanks so much uh, for sharing your heart. You know, that's what's important out here and whatnot, especially the small business community, because we've got a lot of breaking hearts right now uh, in the small business market sector. Uh, let me ask you a question, Peggy. Do you mind if we keep in touch with you on the show and kind of monitor your progress and see if anything that we can do for you? Oh, certainly. And that's why, you know, when Business Insider contacted us, we kind of thought, oh, but we decided that the country needs to know why we were dumping spuds. And, you know, and I was giving out free spuds on the streets and people are coming, uh, like getting pickup loads on Fridays from 100 miles away. And we were trying to do the best we could to get our spuds out. But when you're talking a million, four pounds of spuds, that's just not easy you know, to give out that much, plus all the other Montana seed growers. And so by doing that, we, you know, we decided to get it out, let people know. And then people have been contacting us and we've been writing down the, their names and numbers just in case, you know, it does happen again. I prayed that it never does. But anyway, so um, thanks for reaching out to us, and, and we, we love to hear from people. And people have been so good and so supportive. And um, well, we live we're in all about country. we're all about put we're all about putting a buzz factor out there, Peggy and Bill. And we thank you so much for calling in today, Lino and Steve. Are your incredible guests and whatnot? Thanks so much for your time and whatnot. We're going to have to move out of here and whatnot because my engineer is kind of banging in my ear that we've got a little bit less than about forty five seconds. Thank you for tuning in to Business Buzz today. If you'd like to be a guest or you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach, you can reach us at toll-free, 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. That's 877-3-N-O-W-B-U-Z. Or you can email us at infobuzzbusinessbuzz.com. To learn more about the show, you can visit our website at businessbuzz.com. Stay tuned for the next show that's coming up next week because we're going to be interviewing Moda Business Solutions. Got over 20 vendors and whatnot that can help cut your hard dollar costs as a small business. The buzz factor of your business is what we seek to increase. Tune in next week as we bring more guests and resources to make your business buzz. Thanks for tuning in Business Watch and Business Buzz with Frank Hellring. We'll be back next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We hope to have you join us again next time for some more terrific ways to revitalize your small business.